Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. About. But see, what my thing was with with uh, with Maul, the tragedy of it is that uh, Sidious took him from as a boy, you know. Like he trained, he that's trained what I'm him. Like the same as Anakin. Exactly. So and like then I think like he could have probably gotten back at at Palpatine if Ahsoka had gone with him, like he had proposed. Like I remember in the end of Clone Wars when he's trying to get her to be on his side, and I feel like if he had gotten her to be on his side, which she almost did, then he would have really stood a chance. That would have been cool. I yeah, I know. I I just imagine them getting together all the time because I just think that would have that would have gone so like I don't know. I like the way that the story is, but I think it would have just been so cool if Maul and Ahsoka teamed up together. Would have like been two cool. Two great Jedi's. One of them that's like leaning towards the light. One of them's leaning towards the dark. But they both just like hate what happened to Anakin and hate Palpatine and everything. And what's cool about him? Well, that it's it's cool and tragic also with them because they were both pawns in the Skywalker saga. You know. They uh, they were they were moving they were pieces uh, against this whole thing that started before them. Mm-hmm. It was going to continue on after them. Uh, having them team up together to take it on on that that would have been so cool. I, I don't I don't think they could take down Palpatine. I think they maybe Vader maybe. You know I just don't think Ahsoka is strong enough. Just started Jedi school. She has baby uh, Grogu right? Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, is, is it time for us to transition to to that side of Ahsoka? I was going to ask. Uh, I just kind of want to start on uh, Ahsoka. I mean, we're talking about Ahsoka now. Yeah, we can talk it about is. Ahsoka. I, I was I was going to say, uh, what is the coolest vehicle in the Star Wars universe? And I think it's the speeder bikes. The Falcon. The Falcon. The, the Falcon's Falcon? a disc. It's a frisbee in space. So? No, so? no, it's uh, the speeder bikes. It's got to be the speeder bikes. Yeah. Or the ones from <laughs> from from uh, Jedi, the ones they use in in the forest, in the for- on, on indoor, yeah, yeah, those are cool, yeah, right, right. I like Baby Yoda's flying crib. His flying crib, <laughs> yeah. I like the classic land speeder. The oh yeah the the one with the it looks like a low rider to me with the little looks like a low rider little engines on the now where C three PO and R two D two sat running in. Mine is uh the the yellow Naboo fighter fighter plane. I don't know the name of it, but the the one that Anakin uses in uh, Episode One. Fuck out of here! What? Oh my bad, like, I don't know the what, what was that? What was that fucking the, question the that you had before? Yeah, which Joe. one is the coolest? And you brought up this shit vehicle. So, Mondo, <laughs> what's the coolest vehicle in Star Wars universe? I said the speeder bikes from Return of the Jedi. Uh, uh, Carter said the Millennium Falcon. That's just a giant flying frisbee. Does the Death Star count as a vehicle? Tie fighters, bro. Tie fighters. Tie fighters. I think you have to be more specific. I think uh, Vader's Tie Fighter is better. Maybe yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that looked really cool. Yeah. Slave One. Slave One. Slave One. Slave One was so funky because it like flew like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. Those yeah. Well, then in, in Boba Fett, they like show how it turns while 
Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Pod racers were cool too. I did like those. But but my second one would probably be the speeder bikes. Those yeah. were cool seeing them go like on the trees. <laughs> yeah. Snow speeders. Snow speeders. Ah. Oh, snow man. speeders were awesome. I didn't like the snow speeders. Excuse me? I didn't like the snow speeders. They didn't they didn't get enough altitude for me. They just they hovered above the ground. What was the point of that? I don't think they were actually uh, interplanetary. Right. Yeah, they didn't have hyperdrive. They just were planetary. Yeah, but they didn't even fly. They just like it's like if if you're it, it's like if you had a superpower they that you could fly. On the back. You could fly. Your superpower is you could fly, but only six inches above the ground. <laughs> the the at ats were weird for me. The or was that what they're called? The yes. AT like bro, like just both of them. The yeah. AT AT and the ATSTs. Yeah, both they, of them. those were pretty awesome. Why, why would you make giant chickens and camels? Right. Like that's what I felt like. They were like, like dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, like it made me think of Land Before Time. So for you three, because y'all y'all have an immense knowledge of this, did they ever explain why they have legs opposed as opposed to? Having they were having they were all terrain vehicles, so they had to get through. Yeah, they had to get through any kind of terrain. So the best way through a jungle would be to be walking. The best way through snow, well, walking. Huh, so that's thought. why they had the the leg the the legs. I'm just not Long a car person. Wires, bro. I'm not a vehicle person. That's Long ass wires. wires. They didn't think about that. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, uh, like, I, it, this sounds silly, cause like Grogu's little, uh, his little float thing. His crib. Yeah, his crib. Yeah. Like, would, I, would that be all terrain? I would yeah, love is. a floating <laughs> it's crib. Cool. Can you imagine just like anywhere you need to go, you can just be chilling? Cause Yoda also had one in Episode One. <laughs> he, was, he was in a floating little crib. <laughs> thing. My legs off, bro. <coughs> For real, bro. Just. Where are we going? Following Christina. Where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah. Picking some tacos fans, or something? We don't question why we have ad with with legs. We just appreciate them. See, sometimes I just question it so much, man. Like, man, like. It's y'all Star Wars, heard? dude. It's not that deep. Yeah, it really isn't. It really isn't. All right. In a way, it is. In a way, it is. It's just because it looks cool. That's it. Fine. <laughs> so anyway, Carter brought up uh, a topic he wanted to get into. So, I, I, sure. With Ahsoka? Not? Yeah, I want to talk about Ahsoka. All right, what you got? Well, I mean, my first introduction to her, I really, really disliked her. I bet. I mean, I didn't like the, the Sky guy, you know. I just thought that was like a little teenage daughter or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's her thing? What's her deal? Like, explain that, what you just said to me. Why I don't like it? Well, or, like, of like her general, intro. Like, her so general intro of her. She she is the Padawan of Anakin. Okay. Oh, okay. So, like, the f- my first real interaction with her was in The Mandalorian. Same. Really? I, wow. I had seen her. Again, I Carter, you see my pull list. You know what I read. I do. There is no Star Wars <laughs> whatsoever in it. There's a bunch of X-Men, maybe some Batman thrown in there. Right. Occasionally, there's, like, a, a book that I do, like, Squirrel Girl, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't read any Star Wars, so you know, like, yeah. and and I got this together so that I could learn more. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, her character really evolved during uh, the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah. And by the end of that series, she was... One of my one of my favorite characters next wow. to Rex. I like Captain Rex. Okay. That's pretty unusual that you, you oh, dislike wow. a Yeah. That's so cool, man. She's 
her character development through the entire series was amazing. And I agree with Carter on that. When she popped up in Rebels at the very end of it, too, mm. you could, I mean, yeah, you, she was just flowing with leadership. And, I mean, it was just like, wow. And, and now we get to see her in live action. When I tell you I screamed. Yes. Like, oh, my God, seeing her in live action, I was. Ah! Uh, she looks so good. <laughs> I did not think that they were actually going to pull that off. Dude, and it looks so good. I saw Dave Filoni say, like, back to you saying that she wasn't likable, that he's like, the best way to write a character is controlling when people don't and do like a character. So purposefully starting out with them not being likable, that way you can change their mind as the story goes, but you're in control of it. See, one and of my so that's what he did with her. She was really good because whenever she first came out, I didn't like her. And yeah. I didn't like her because I was like, wait a minute. Anakin has a Padawan. Why wasn't she? Why wasn't this any kind of mention in one when uh, episode three uh, or episode th- at all? Like in episode three, we had no mention of Anakin having a Padawan. Yet in Clone Wars, uh, she's it's a, she's a crucial element in what's happening side by side the story. So initially, I didn't like it because I thought she was gonna get shoehorned in, and yeah. it was gonna be uh, like the stakes wouldn't matter. But man, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. There were so many moments where she grew and. It, uh, uh, there were, were moments where you almost want her to. I, I wanted her to have like the sequel, yeah. like seven, eight, nine. I yeah, I that yes. I think she was. I thought she was going to be an integral part of uh, Anakin turning to Vader. I thought Anakin was going to kill her or something. See, that thought never crossed my mind. Do you do remember that in Rebels? The only reason why she is in this continuing universe is because Ezra pulls her out of the timeline when Darth Vader kills her. Guys? Yeah, well, Rebels it's Rebels g- Rebels opens up the t- the whole entire one of the series of uh, Rebels opens up the entire time travel universe yeah, for, like for Star Wars. It's, yeah, it's never been it's never been in there at all, but when he goes into that whatever time whatever thing where all these doors are open to different universes and stuff like that, he sees uh Ahsoka battling Darth Vader. And he sees her about to die, and he goes and pulls her back into his reality, therefore changing the course of history for that and that from that moment on. That's why she's now in the universe. So, uh, I, I mean, they could have solidified Darth Vader's fall to the dark side, and that right there, that moment right there, could be the moment where there is that hope that Luke feels in four, five, and six that he can be redeemed because he never kills his. Padawan, he he doesn't have that opportunity because Ezra takes it away. So Ezra plays a huge. Now you have Darth Maul, who starts the dominoes. Ezra makes it possible for his redemption, and then now you have Ahsoka in the universe now. That's really tight. <laughs> I I yeah. didn't see it that way at all beforehand. And then I've I've heard people say that them introducing the world between worlds is kind of a way that they're going to retcon a lot of the sequels um, because they're going to be like, well, you know, time travel, we're going to fix it and make it more likable, which whatever, whatever, if they do whatever they do. I'm really hoping that in the Ahsoka series, because it's going to have a lot to do with the world between worlds, that it's going to have some say in the sequels. But I really hope that because Ezra is also going to be a big part of it, so is Sabine and, and a lot of the Rebels characters, that they're going to make them more likable just because it's going to be more of an adult-toned show and they're not going to act like little kids' toy characters, that they're not going to be so insufferable. Because also the nice. cast for Ezra was the same man that played Aladdin. And 
I think he is a really great actor. I think he really looks the part, and I have a lot of faith that they're going to make Ezra a lot more likable. I hope so. Yeah. You do know Rebels introduces us to the greatest Jedi of all. Cannon? Cannon. Because he, basi- he basically corrals all these young kids to follow him. Anybody who could put up with all those infants has got to be amazing. <laughs> I like Kanan. Wow. He's pretty cool. Kanan and Hera are both so good. And then also, um, I'm, I'm also looking forward to see if they put Omega and stuff, because Omega and Hera meeting together as children was so cute to me. I thought Omega's character was awesome. I wasn't really looking forward to Bad Batch whenever they first introduced them in the last season of Clone Wars. And then whenever uh-oh, they were going to make Uh-oh, spoilers. <laughs> He, ha- he hasn't seen. I've not seen Bad Batch yet. Go get with the times. I'm, I'm, I'm still working through Clone Wars to get to Bad Batch. Fake fan. I've oh, seen oh! <laughs> I've already seen Clone Wars wow. all of them once, except when Bad Batch came out, I didn't, I couldn't remember some of the last episodes of Clone Wars, so I went back and said, you know what? I'm just not going to watch the last season of Clone Wars. I'm going to watch all the seasons again, and I haven't had a chance to. I've, it's been really a busy life. Well, just I won't spoil wow. anything, but just know Omega's a great character. Um, th- they're saying if they do an, another season of of uh, Boba Fett, she might be in it because they didn't want to introduce too much about the future of her character without addressing it in Bad Batch first. Uh, but I think she's a really, really interesting character. I like her a lot. And then the friendship she has with Hera, I see that developing to something really cool, especially for the Ahsoka show. Kay. I think Hera was my favorite part of Rebels. Yeah, can't, I mean, yeah, Kanan and Harrow were just, like, th- they were two in the same. You know, they were, like, two parts of the same coin. I, 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 I got emotional when Kanan died. When Kanan died. I was like, <sighs> Spoilers, was, dude. Gosh. Some of us are never going to watch this, so. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when, wow. Wow, I, way to ruin sorry. it for me. Jeez. Okay, sorry. But anyway, <laughs> it's been out for forever now. You should have already watched it. I just said I'm never going to watch <laughs> this, okay? So. Yeah. And he, and he dies again. Great, and it's, no. it's a great death, too. It's a, it's a great death. And I'm like, but it was still sad. I was very sad to watch him, to watch him pass, pass on. Ooh. He lived a good life. Okay. I mean, he, meaningful life. It kind of sucked for him, but it was yeah. a very meaningful life. Awesome. Wow. What's been the most impactful death watching Star Wars? Any, like, that really was, like, really a tearjerker that got you in your feels? They're calling to work the next day. Oh, I think maybe the death in Rogue One at the end. Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. I wasn't even yeah. thinking about that, but yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> like them sitting on the beach together and just like holding each other and watching. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I was going to say uh, whenever Boba watches Mace Windu cut off Jango's head and you see oh, Boba yeah. holding his head, like, fuck, that's, uh-huh. that's hard. But yeah. them sitting on the beach knowing that everything's over, that one takes the cake. Has to be my favorite character, Yoda. When Yoda just fades away, he I just mean, he just got tired of Luke. He got like, tired of Luke, man. He like, was like, man, Jesus I'm out. Christ, would you would you stop already? I'm just, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm supposed to be retired. Yeah. God dang. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're ruining my spot, guy. Yeah. So so were you happy? So were you happy, Carter, to see him brought back in like the the next ones, or did that ruin it for you? Like, kind of like uh, it was okay. I mean, it was a little underwhelming. I mean, no, I'm talking about like the sequel trilogy stuff. Oh. The sequel trilogy, yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed him in in um, 
the, the prequels, I thought he was a little bit blind to what was going on. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's kind of intentional, but it makes him like an evil character. He's kind of like a part of Willow that's like not likable. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. 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 The time in the prequels, whenever Anakin is like, "Hey, I'm really suffering. I really need some help. Like, I'm I'm suffering with these feelings. Can you please help me?" And Yoda's like, "Hey, c- have you tried like, s- don't have you tried like not having feelings, bro?" <laughs> and it's like, you know, maybe if Yoda actually gave him it some help and some some much needed therapy, maybe Anakin wouldn't have done all that. But like Yoda just said, "Don't quit thinking." I think that falls in line with the fact that the entire Jedi Council was really not in tune with what was going on. And that, that's that's part of the entire rise of, imp- of Palpatine was that the Jedi Council had no clue what was going on. They had gotten so filled with themselves and they just weren't paying attention. They were just like, ah, we're the best. We're number one. Who cares about everybody else? And I think that kind of is protra- pro- portrayed the most in Yoda's character. And when he's sent to Dagobah to live this hermit life, I think he's able, just like Obi-Wan, has been able to, to think about those actions, think about what went wrong. And so he's able to deal with Luke a little bit better because of what happened between in, in 1, 2, and 3. But also I see it as uh, Yoda being older, being like, guy, look, you're... you're you're worried about a bunch of stuff that, like, just chill, bro. Just yeah, he, just it's kind of it like go. an emo move for yeah. him to be like, "Damn, all that shit sucked. I think I'm just gonna exit." Yo, that yeah. sucks for you, guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, instead of uh, dealing with the consequences of my actions. Yeah, I'm gonna go out to the swamp. I'm, like, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna chill over here. Yoda yeah. kind of do not at me. Yeah. He kind of sucks as a teacher. He's like, not a teacher. You're 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 reading. He's not. No, no. He's he's never been a a trainer or anything. Yeah, like that. He's, he he did train Jodas for yeah, but he trained Dooku. He, he, yeah, he trained he trained him, but you know he became on a council and again and and he didn't want to be any of this master teacher or anything like that. Yeah, he just wanted his position and that was it. Yeah, he so had, you're he had putting, risen to that position yeah. and he kind of said, "Screw everybody, I'm here." Like it's like when you reach the top level and then you like look down upon people and say, "Ha, huh, you're down there. I'm not gonna help you." I just i i wanted i want to hold Yoda up to a super high standard, but at the same time, Palpatine grew right underneath him, and no, well, that's on you. No one is holding him to a super high standard. Well, I mean, he's like supposedly he's the Grand Master of the Jedi. He's the strongest one of them, and you know, however many years. I think I think Obi Wan was stronger than him. Yeah, I'd, I'd second that. I blame Kiati Mundi. <laughs> he he probably said something. Yoda was like, "Man, this uh this uh Palpatine guy, you know, he's kind of up to no good." And Kiati Mundi's like, "No, actually, he's great. I had dinner with him the other night. Great guy." Nice. Donald Trump style. Yeah. Like no, just nobody <laughs> likes Kiati Mundi. It was Kiati Mundi. Blame him. God damn it. Makes Worst sense. council member. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, the uh, the death that kind of rocked me a little bit was uh the bu- uh Chewbacca's death that that one right there when I was reading that book and I was like he's gonna die in this book he's gonna die in this book so and I'm which like, book 
It's not canon anymore, so I'm glad Disney came along and took it all out of the what, canon. What book was it, and what happened? I, yeah, it was a new. It was when they were uh, battling the Visu. Vis, I can't remember. I can't ever say that name. Yuzon Vong. The Vong. Yeah, he. Yuzon Vong. Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, 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 him and one of the solo kids uh, are trying to escape the planet, and there's a moon coming down on that planet, and he he. However, whatever way he can't, both of them aren't going to make it, and so he picks up the kid and just chunks him into into the Falcon as the Falcon was leaving, and he's just there screaming at, saying, "Hey, get me! Come at the moon! Who's about to crash into the?" He goes, "Come get me!" And the moon just crushes him completely. And I mean, that's that's a great that's a great Wookie death. Yeah, to be killed by a moon, you know, and so. That was a sad. I mean, it, it it kind of like man. That was my favorite character because it was my favorite character. And I'm like, but but in in a lot when I when I read it and I think about it, it was like there's there's no other way that that character could have died besides being crushed by a moon. Like I, I you know go big yeah. yeah go big or go home. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I get it. I don't know if y'all remember in Clone Wars, um, the the arc where it was the most dangerous game. But it was Ahsoka and the other Padawans that were trapped on this island, and they were all being hunted. And it's like, it was a really, really tragic arc because Ahsoka is trying to help these people survive, and eventually, like, I don't know if she's the only one that ends up surviving, or if like her and like one or two other Padawans, but they're all working together, and they've like all lost hope, and she brings back hope for them, and then they still end up dying, and then Chewbacca ends up saving them. And it was like maybe the only time he shows up in Clone Wars, but I just remember that arc being so sad. Just to see these kids finally find hope in living again and then just die anyway before they get to be freed. And it just really shows a, p- like a really, really crucial part of Ahsoka's growth. Like, I don't know. I love that part. I, I think the other death that, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a significant death, not something that, that, you know, was emotional to me, but uh, Darth Maul's final oh death. God, yeah. That, that, that two episode or three episodes shows on on clone wars clone rebels rebels Rebels, uh was uh was just amazing i mean that those three it was just or two episodes whatever it was i remember uh he's like he will avenge us about luke i love that line i think that's just like the coolest thing to say about luke like he just sees the the silhouette of this like kid running and he's just like he will avenge us love that the fact that he says us at the very end of it, yeah. uh, he acknowledges that they're, they're right. the, the, the stories about the Skywalkers. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's what he was acknowledging. Yeah, well, and, and he was saying it to Obi-Wan because yeah. he's been fighting Obi-Wan this whole time. But then he kind of acknowledges at the end, like, I, I know I hate you for a personal reason, but we kind of are on the same side. And, like, in his final breath, he he gives them that. And that fight, I, I remember watching that and it being done, like, in the – Two seconds, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was like, "Whoa!" Super fast, and I was like, "That makes I was like, this is this is perfect." I, I don't know right. why it felt perfect. It did, and I've I've seen people saying that they wish that it was longer, and I like that it was so short because I feel like it, if it shows that Maul was ready to die, he had given up, like he had made it his mission to see Obi Wan, and he, at that point he didn't care if he won; he was just so tired. I saw I saw that moment the same way I saw uh, whenever Obi Wan let himself get cut down by Vader. Mm-hmm. I saw it the same exact way. Yeah, it is the same. Yeah, I love that. I wonder if the if the Sith can become Force ghosts. I wonder if we'll see Maul again. No, they can't. Oh yeah, you got to get taught that. 
Yeah. God damn it. Uh, the whole Force Ghost by the Sith is something that just came up in a, in a topic that I was reading, and I don't remember now the explanation if they could or couldn't. I say they can't, they couldn't, and then you have uh, 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 then you have Anakin come back as a Force Ghost, but he converted over, but he never learned it. So yeah. well, yeah, that's just true. Because remember at the end of um, I think it was the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yoda is talking to Obi Wan and saying, "You know, your master Qui Gon is going to come back." I don't know. That's that's kind of confusing because he doesn't really say. Well, Anakin is also the MacGuffin, so he could probably just do it. My boy Anakin can do anything he sets his little heart to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> Here but we uh, go. I think this is awesome. I, I don't know if if uh, if Maul will turn into a Force ghost, but um, at the point uh, that Obi Wan takes place, Maul is still alive, and casting Andor, the show that's coming out, also takes place at the same time, so Maul is still alive. So I'm really crossing my fingers, hoping that maybe just maybe we'll get a little a little a little scene with Maul and Andor. You know, Ray Ray Park was just at the Bell County Comic Con. Yeah. We could ask him. We could ask him. Um. Okay, so if Darth Maul dies in the way, in the fashion that he did, because there was no m- malice when he pa- when he when he was killed, does that mean that he c- and he and and he says what he says at the end of that? Does that mean that he stayed on the dark side, or did he move to the light side? I don't know. I don't think that he was on the dark side yeah, whenever they fought. He, he I, d- I yeah. think he was in between. I don't think he was a dark side anymore. But, but even then, to, to answer your question, I think that his death mirrors the way uh, Darth Vader died in uh, Luke's hands, too. Where, because, uh, yes. you know, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know, he, Maul didn't die whenever he got cut down. He died in Obi-Wan's hands. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, th- he, maybe? With him saying that to him, it's like him making that little bit of peace with Obi-Wan. So maybe it, it is hinting towards, and I this is know. This is a little bit of headcanon, but since dark side abilities are come easier to uh, to people than uh, the light side abilities, uh, maybe it's easier to become uh, a force ghost whenever you're a dark side user. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. We shall see. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. You nerds done? <laughs> We're just yeah. getting started, guys. Um, no, and it, it, Joey, you got anything else you want? This is really good. This is, I'm enjoying it. I think Danny, we were talking about what we wanted to ask you, and he had a really good question. And what is one thing that you would change oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. the Star Wars universe? Like, if you could change something to make in your mind to make it better. <laughs> <laughs> A series of episodes here. <laughs> my, my, I, I, the only thing that I would change to make the Star Wars universe uh, probably more cohesive, I don't know, better, but more cohesive, I would show uh, Plagueis creating Anakin, or I would show Plagueis's will to, or or his mission, his goal to create Anakin. That's I Joey's would, thing. Like he always has to have the extra backstory thrown the, in. This there. is my deal because it's so good. Because like Plagueis made. Mm. Anakin. I'm seeing a lot of uh, no faces on the other side of the table over there. <laughs> it might be. Like, is it? Plagueis. Plagueis knew of the the chosen one uh, prophecy. He made Anakin to fulfill that prophecy. Anakin is not the chosen one. 
but he might be because he was made to be. Does that make sense? No. So like, or Palpatine, he made him. So, but my my thing is like the we, I mean, this is obviously you know someone else is writing, but I we might we could be following the wrong story. Like the chosen one could have been someone else, and you know we don't know, but it could have been Anakin was strong because he was artificially made. You know, right. like he was a freak of nature. He was a freak of nature. He was super strong. Count was way off the charts. Exactly, so. but like you have someone like uh, like Ahsoka at the end. Ah- Ahsoka at the uh, Ahsoka in uh, 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 Mandalorian, oh, Mandalorian versus Anakin in uh, Episode Three. I think Ahsoka would kick his ass. I maybe she was better trained at least. But that's because that's what I'm saying. Like the chosen one should be the chosen one. And that's it. Nobody should be able to challenge the chosen one. You know, at the way they're holding them up. Yeah. What you got? I, I I don't think that the chosen one in any form of whatever you're watching. It is about if it's even Star Wars universe or whatever. I don't think the chosen one needs to be the most powerful person out there. I don't think he needs to be that to change the universe. He sh- he could be the most humblest. You know. He could be the one that's the most logical. But power alone doesn't, too much power in any format corrupts. So just power alone, I don't think, is the chosen, is, is a significant amount of to be chosen one. So That's not the marker that should be looked at to like yeah. bestow yeah, the chosen that, that one. Doesn't, yeah, yeah the, the power alone, the right. being the most powerful one shouldn't be the marker for being the chosen one. Because in my opinion, m- I think maybe Leia could be the chosen one. Because she, in a way, dictates what's going on in the entire universe. She dictates what happens with the Empire. She dictates what happens with the Rebellion. She dictates kind of a way what happens with Luke. You have a lot of stuff that... kind of, And I'm just throwing things out. I'm not saying that she is the chosen one. I'm just saying that she could have very much well have been the chosen one in that. If you think of, if you look at all the things that she has done, not just in four, five, and six, but in seven, eight, and nine also too. She's just a strong leader like her mom. I mean, and her mom was a senator, and and so if you read the book she's in, she's a strong leader in that too. So I think that that's kind of a big part of her character. I think one thing I would have changed was having seen Leia do more. Like I I just Oh, definitely. I, yeah. Every, every yeah. time I watch the original trilogy, I always just get so frustrated how little attention she gets. Especially she gets so sidelined. Especially after the revelation that uh she's the sister to Luke yeah, Skywalker. It's just like like You're why my sister. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Like Here's some Barbie dolls. Go play over there. We're going to yeah. teach the guy how to yeah, do this sword woman. trick. Like Yeah. Yeah, Why don't you make us some sandwiches? We're over here right. with this lightsaber. Yeah, I would have loved to see her, like, fight more and, like, get to use the Force. I yeah. think that would have been so cool. And I and I remember reading that, like, Padme was able to use the Force when she was pregnant. I think that would have been so cool to what? see. Yeah, they didn't show it. They didn't have time to show it. Uh, that would have been awesome. Whoa. And, um... And there's just like a bunch of stuff in the in the prequels. Like I saw someone say, like the way that they had the politics set up, it spent too much time talking about like the technical stuff, and it made it all a little unclear. And they should have really pinpointed what type of what 
about the politics was important to the story focused on that and tried to make that make more sense instead yes. of just dwelling yes. on the political yes. climate and all these details we didn't need to speak see. on it yes yeah, that, if they had taken that out i think a lot of more people would have liked the prequels and it would have just made the whole thing flow better and i would have liked to see that definitely yeah that i kind of add on to that point i think it would have been, been better if episode one had started with the clone wars in full force you know and yeah. maybe Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon going to Tatooine and finding Anakin pod racing and being a little bit older, you know, fi- you know, 14, 15 or something like that. Yeah, and I can see that him, where he's 14, 15 and like his force powers are kind of out of control, out of whack. Yeah, and there'd like, be some kind of big battle going yeah. on over Tatooine. I think that would be more of like he, you could initiate that rebellious kind of Anakin nature because he's a teenager, right? He's not like. Yeah. I also thought that maybe instead of having the Trade Federation, have it the Mandalorians be the the bad guys, be the other force opposing opposing you know the Republic. Right. Yeah. You know. No. Again, uh, we said it earlier. Maul should have been the overarching villain of the first three and maybe die at the beginning of the third one so that then Anakin can uh, like, oh yeah I get it I'm gonna be I'm gonna replace this guy now um uh I think the I think the, what they did with that political climate in that in that first episode was just kind of set the stage of why Palpatine kind of rose to power and they did overdo it a little bit but you didn't. They could have cleaned it all up. They could have, you know. I, I still like the fact that we got to see. They um, could have okay, done a montage. I am going to say something that some, y'all are going to some plucky prob- music. That y'all are gonna, not going to believe that I'm about to say. I th- I kind of like the young Anakin Skywalker story coming out. I'm not going to go that far to say <laughs> he's cute. He's cute. I just think that that they had to introduce him as a young character in order to kind of start his path to being a Jedi and also start his path to being a dark side. I think if they started him too in the middle of his, at 15 or 16, uh, you may not have been able to get that brash, and then you know, that brash basis of him. And then it's kind of hard it's to think about, take this into consideration is like, now there's so many options to stream TV shows and cartoons and stuff. You know, I don't know if there was anything other than s- the movies at the time to get that media outlet. So, they could have just been like, well, we want to fit this, like, cute version of him in somewhere. This would probably be, like, you know, they, the they, best place They put to a do cartoon it. inside of a movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because all the characters there that were comical, like. Yeah, well, well Lucas did not want to have a Star Wars live-action show or anything until the technology was cheaper to make and stuff. So that's why we never really saw that. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Get, we, <laughs> we didn't have enough didn't, NBA centers. He didn't have enough saying? tall people, so he decided to do the Ewoks instead. So instead of doing a Wookiee village, which is what was supposed to happen for Endor. I think the Ewoks are cute. It was easier to find midgets than it was. <laughs> well, he was yeah, coming. Was he was c- well. Well, he was coming off of that movie um, with all the little shorter people. people. Little, the little, little, people. Little, little people. Little people. Little people. He was coming off that movie. Which one was it? 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, I think Willow? it was Willow. Yeah. Or there was another, oh, yeah. No, there was another one. There was the, another the movie. The Wizard of Oz? The Time Bandits or something like oh, that. Oh, Time Bandits. Time Bandits was awesome. Another yeah. 80s property. So he... So I think he had those already, you know, that was already, you know. There. He had them under contract? Like, maybe, I don't know. They were but, like, look, if you do three movies, that's that's equal to one movie for a regular sized oh. person. I didn't say hey, that. Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. I didn't say that. Stop putting words in people's mouths, Patrick. <laughs> three movies and I'll start tra- treating you like a human. Yes. There you go. Wow. Uh, another thing I would have loved to see changed anyway. Um, is that all of the CGI in the prequels is so hard to look at now. It is. It, uh, watching Mandalorian, it's so nice, the way that they blend all the of practical, the... The practical yeah. effects and everything, yeah. And then all of the CGI blends in really well. Ha- them having Grogu as a puppet looks so good, and yeah. it's just so nice to watch. Whenever and then, and then you watch the prequels, and everything looks like it's made of, like, clay or Play-Doh, and mm-hmm. it's just... Weird feeling. It was it was too much, and that and that kind of jarred me with the prequels to the original trilogy. Is like, how did they go from this high of technology and then back? Like, did they go back in time? What's happening? They, yeah. they, they like lose. They they have an apocalyptic event, galaxy wide. Is that well, what that, happened? That that was kind of George's vision. He wanted you know the prequels uh, trilogy yeah. to be this big grand. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, universe, galaxy, and now he wants it to be kind of a small, you know, isolated type of uh, world, you know. Yeah. Anyways. My change would have had the more, would, my change would be to have more Wookiees. More Wookiees. More Wookiees. Can't go wrong with more Wookiees. Bunch Furry? of smelly rugs. And when you can just rip off the arms off of people, that's amazing. Furry? Uh, yeah, he's a furry. <laughs> no, we're not on that team. But um, that's Joey. Joey has a hang-up. I don't know. He doesn't like tails. It, he he only only one appendage, please. Only one appendage. <laughs> Danny, what would you change for Star Wars? I'd kill it. <laughs> oh, wow. I'd kill it. I would have killed it when the prequels came out, and I was like, we're done. We're out of here. We're he we're finished. Okay, enough. We, he doesn't get half an opinion. He Did you like guys uh, play opinion. any of the uh, video games that came out in the early two thousands? The I played. Um, what's the one with the newer one? No, with the gu- the one with the guy. Force Unleashed. Yeah. That one was. Those two are really good. And yeah, uh, that one was good. That character could have carried a whole yeah. series of movies by himself. Great, he was cool. He was. Hey, and also th- I forgot. That's the guy that uh, did yeah, Darth Maul. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his name? Sam uh, Witwer. Sam Witwer. Witwer. Yeah. 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 
I'll do you better, Joey. Oh, God. I played the uh, enclosed Star Wars game at the mall. The, the cabinet, the cabinet, the one you actually get into. Where you, where you, yes. where you flew the, the Death Star. You flew the X-wing. You flew the X-wing yeah. through the uh, trenches, going through. That's that was the that's the oh, yeah that was my. That sounds game. cool, man. I, I, I tell you, like whenever I was at Dakalades and I got into that pod racer, I felt like I was actually in this the. This wasn't the pod racer one. I know, but still, <laughs> it's close. Did you ever play any of the like the X-wing or Tie Fighter games on mm-hmm. on PC? Not the PC. I played it uh, when on the original Xbox. Yeah, I, I played them on the PC where you had to have like a keyboard layout for all the different controls. Oh, Plus damn. a joystick. Oh, wow. Yeah, you had that the joystick? Tough. Yes. Man. Wow. That's, yeah. that's I play Fallen Order. Fallen Order was really yeah. good. The sequel is coming out, and apparently Fallen Order is uh, in canon like yeah, with, uh, it with is. the story. All, all, I, think all the, I, I, I believe all those games are now in canon, too. Yeah. I, think I don't think are. so. I don't. They're talking about bringing, uh, I, I don't know, if I've seen people talk about bringing Cal Kestis into the show, and that actor is amazing. Yeah. So I'd really, really like to see what they do with that. If they did bring him in, uh, if they just keep him in Fallen Order, it'd still be cool. He's a, a cool character. The story's cool. I even think there was a character that was brought into one of the movies just recently, or one of the shows, that was a uh, video game character. I can't remember what it was. I just remember reading. It is a small part in one of the movies. But he was a video game character that was brought in. Uh, I also played like uh, the Dark Forces game. There was Dark Forces, and there was Dark Forces Two, and then there was Dark Forces Three. Jedi Outcast. It's the first per- person shooter, like you know Doom or something like that. That was a little bit before my time. Um, but <laughs> every everything, bad, everything was a little bit before that, you. Time. That was before. I was Plague with you until you said you. Doom. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, <laughs> now I know what you mean. No, um, but uh, there were a lot of video games that I I, I wish that they would have incorporated elements to, especially Force Unleashed. But and with uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Too. Yes, Knights of the Old Republic. I, I did. I never played that game, Knights of the Republic, but that was yeah. probably one of the better games that yeah, I've seen. I haven't played it, but I know the gist of it, and it seems really cool. Yeah, it's great. You can play it on your phone now. Yeah, and, and it's just the same exact game. It. It's crazy, but uh, like with with uh, stuff coming out, like with uh, the video games now being in canon, mm-hmm. uh, and now we have uh, multiple Netflix shows, sorry, uh, Disney Plus shows streaming out. Uh, now we have uh, multiple cartoons. Do you think that there is such a thing as too much Star Wars? Blasphemy. Too much saturation of Star Wars in my life? No. I. Uh, uh, now there's some stuff that I won't watch that I that are out there that I'm like, eh, I'm not gonna watch that. But for the most part, if if it's a good show, why not watch it? Why not have it? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think especially with a, with as expansive as Star Wars is, you can do so much in that universe. Like whenever they made Visions, I thought that was a really cool way of adding new stories and new elements that we haven't seen before. And like they were all really self-contained, really good, but they made sense in the universe, and they were completely different from anything you'd ever seen from Star Wars, but they still fit. Yeah. And so I think that's something that's cool, and I'd love to see them do more stuff like that, just like really taking the freedom to make new stories that we wouldn't have ever thought of. I think my favorite Visions episode was the two sisters, the the one, the bunny sister, and then the human sister. Uh-huh. Um, and then I really liked the little robot boy. Mine was the the ninth Jedi. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, that one was really the robot good. Boy was cool. 
mean, you. I mean, Star Wars. I mean, you can't have too much of it because I mean, it, it literally that's saved. That's the good it, it literally saved Lego. They had Lego had been trying to do all kinds of stuff and was failing. They made they made pink Legos for girls and that never sold. They were doing all kinds of stuff that wasn't Easy. really. They're spending a whole bunch of money <laughs> and not getting anywhere. But then they started doing Star Wars Legos, and guess what? They are killing it now. So you you say can we have to? No, you can't. Have it's I mean you have a it's it's got a huge fandom. We all want more stuff. I mean we want good stuff. We don't want bad stuff, but we want good stuff. And you have things that are I mean it saved Lego. Lego was on his last leg, and they came around and said, well let's build some Star Wars Legos. I had no idea. And, and just killed it. And just I mean they're yeah. I'm, Paying seventy five dollars for a Millennium, one hundred and fifty dollars for a Millennium Falcon for a Lego set. You kidding me? I already know Danny's answer to that. What? Can you have too much of Star Wars? Can you have too much Star Wars? I don't think. Look, if it's good, no. I mean, you put out a good story, a good, good visuals, whatever. Yeah, you can pump it out for days, for years. You can go on. But when it starts getting bad, just kill it. And then the fans will let you know. Yeah. The then fans will definitely yeah, let you know. I yeah. mean, the fans will throw their money at anything Star Wars. Yeah. But they are also extremely vocal. And anything, like, the way that uh, whenever they showed Cad Bane in Boba Fett yeah. and his mouth was just a little too high up because there was an actual human being under that makeup, yeah. they were pissed. Yeah. Like, they will yeah. let you know if any detail is off. And it's they hold – yeah, Soldier's yeah, tendrils. Yeah, Leku not being long enough, even though it wouldn't have made sense for, for Rosario's Awesome to be able to move with them being that long. Like, they hold the creators to a really high standard, which I guess is kind of a good thing because it makes them, it makes them keep making good content because they're basically not allowed to make bad content. Otherwise... <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. that before Silence. Disney? That was before Disney. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that was before Disney. That was before Disney. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing on that one. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, did Carter get a say? Had you played any of the video games? Did you want to see anything from the video games coming yeah, to the... I played a lot of video games. Yeah? But, I mean, computer games. The, the newer stuff, I played... Uh, I can actually play the Lego Star Wars stuff with my son. Those are my fun. Son. They're fun. The Lego, Just the Lego games yeah. are my, fun. My son yeah. and I will play that, and we'll play all the different worlds. That's, that's great. So yeah. I'm, Maybe get him interested in Star Wars for once, you know. Did you play Fallen Order? No, I didn't. Are you are you up on the story at all though? Not not totally. No, I mean I kind of skipped that game because I was you know had other things going on at the time. Maybe I'll get to play it sometime. Awesome. Um, you guys want to do some trivia? You guys you guys want to do me. some trivia? Hit me. Yeah. Hit me. I got Joey the other night. Yeah, he did. Um, all right, let's see. This is an easy one. This is an easy one. Trivia. We would do audience participation, but, you know, they're too rowdy, so. <laughs> too rowdy, <laughs> right. So, first question. C-3PO is fluent in how many languages? It is easy. It is easy. Over six million languages. Over six million languages. Yeah. In forms of, yeah, forms of communication. That's yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Joey, where were you on that one? I was like counting. I was like, okay, you got Tatooine. Mm. You got <laughs> five. <laughs> I think he said something about including binary for moisture farming and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, something like, like that, the evaporators. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, binary 
Deep cuts, Joey. You better look. You better step your game up. He, he's sitting at the little kids' table. Oh, <laughs> damn. Wow. And we're done. We are done tonight. Thanks for coming out. Join our new host, yeah. Jenna Weekly, on the long line. <laughs> wow. Wow. Next question. Let's go. Never coming back, Jenna Haas. <laughs> this is why they hate me. <laughs> this is. No, that was good. That was good. This is I, this is the one I got uh, Joey on the other night. What is the name of General Grievous's flagship? Oh, okay, I'm happy. I'm good. It's not just me. It was never mentioned in the movies. It was mentioned in the book. It was it's super cheap. It was mentioned in the books. Uh, Beavis. No, it was <laughs> Grievous the Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> Looks looks like we're not the only kids' table now. Oh. I just read it like about a year ago, and I, I remember reading it, and I'm like, oh, but I didn't pay attention to it. Anyone? Anyone? I, uh, I don't care about, about the, the ships, so mm. I don't learn their names. Sure, yeah, now. Yeah. That's why I, that's why I said that Baby Yoda's crib was my favorite because Baby Yoda's crib. That's that's the only one I care about. I, I don't know. The Invisible Hand. Grievous mm. Beavis. The, the Invisible Hand. Oh. It's horrible. Now you said it. It reminded me of mm-hmm. what I read. He was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, he had five it. Five more seconds. Yeah, if I if I'd have given him the rest of the night, <laughs> he was going to get it. Danny, I got this from a Star Wars. Is that, the, uh, is trivia that his question. personal ship or the, the the or his command ship? It's the his flagship. Well, you need to take it up with the uh, Star Wars trivia that I pulled this from. So, because I did not make this up, I just you copied and pasted said. it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this one. This Another one's pretty. One. This one's pretty easy. This one's pretty easy. Who built C-3PO? Anakin. Oh, Joey. 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 Who are you? Joey didn't know this? Turn his mic off. Of course I knew that. I was waiting. That was for me. (laughs) It was for, it's for everybody. Let's go. It's for everybody. Now, now, now. Oh, it's time to play now, guys. Let's go. Who was Count Dooku's Padawan before he left the Jedi? Hmm. I got this one. Hit Qui- me. Qui-Gon. Yes. Oh, Look at that. that's right. That's right. I knew that, too. I, I knew that, too, like they, five they, seconds later. They even, they, they even gave you a minute. They were like, you know what? Let's let Joey try and answer one. I was, I was getting uh, ready. Here we go. All right. <laughs> I was getting my timeline wrong. I was like, wait a minute. Who was before? How is after? When is now? I was, I was so sure. lost. On which planet? Do we first meet Ray? Which franchise are we talking Jakku. about again? This guy. On which planet? Like, on which planet do we first meet Ray? You got it. One. Wait, was that the question? Yeah. Yeah, Wasn't that was. Jakku. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He yelled it out. He I was, did. He I was did. not waiting for you guys this time. He was like, <laughs> super excited. Let's go. All right. Han Solo upgraded the Millennium Falcon from which stock starship? 
Karelian YT is it thirteen or nine thousand? Thirteen YT thirteen hundred? Yes. <laughs> yes. Look at that. Where you at, Joey? <laughs> Where you at? I'm should I should I ask easy question? What pod racer did uh, Anakin and use? I'm, I'm, and we should all know that he upgraded the Pepsi the one. <laughs> we should all know that he upgraded and it was also had a unique nav system. The L three. Yeah, the L three model. Kind of rough, Joey. It's kind of rough. He got the easy one. He got, he got the easy I knew about L3. I didn't know about the, the model of the ship, though. That was tight. Here's, here's one. Lando Calrissian's operations on Cloud City mines what type of gas? Tybinum. Yes. Ooh. Look at that. Joey. What? <laughs> you Look, look, look. This is your. This was heard him. Guys, we're planning this. He's like, I'm ready, man. Oh, I'm gonna test. I'm gonna. I'm gonna test. I got everything, guys. I've been. I've been digging through everything. You been digging through my crates. Do a push-ups. Watch episode one, two, and three only. You have to read the books too for some of the trivia. I have to, man. Hit me. Who preceded Senator Palpatine? As Chancellor of the Galactic Senate. Who preceded? Chancellor Valorium. <laughs> Joey, I gave you, I, you like hit me, all right? <laughs> Carter got it. You say General Zod? For real? Damn. All right, all right. Here, here should be an easy one for Joey. What age? Did Padme Amidala become a queen? Fourteen. He gets, the, he gets the super easy ones. He's how many times have you watched Phantom Menace? Fourteen. No, I Phantom Menace or Sh- the prequels? How many times have you watched the prequels? Too many times. Too Attack, many, yeah. Attack of the Clones yep. was on repeat. One time was too many times. Oh my god! This guy. <laughs> how do you turn a lightsaber crystal red? You make it bleed. She's read it. Okay. What, I thought, what year was Anakin born? What year? Wow. Yeah. I don't got it. 41 BBY. Damn it. Oh, wow. That. I mean, I, it looks like we're going to have was, a new member I was of say, the long box. <laughs> I was going to say 19 BBY, but that's Luke's. Yeah. I was. My, damn it. All right. Um, who oh, killed the four Jedi Masters? Size 10? I'm trying to read this, guys. Size 10? Mace Windu, Kit Fisto, and Sidious. Agen Kolar. Yeah. Sidious, yeah. That was the, w- that was the wackest fight right. in yeah. the entire Kit series. Kit Fisto, you were always the real one. That was, the, that was the stupidest fight in the whole series. All right. Whenever he turns into a one of those oh, the, 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 screaming the, the little Barbies where they have the wings on their arms <laughs> and you pull the string and they s- they fly, that's exactly what he looked the, like. That death scream, like that is the whole thing. Where the hell was that coming from? Like you had this ninety-year-old like, man screaming, spinning a lightsaber. I'm out of there. I'm not staying for you that. You seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah. The have uncle, you have the, you seen just yeah? The, how he jumps out of the bed? Yeah. That's exactly what Palpatine. Hey, you've seen just dead people. 
Just old, just old people, old people in a hospice care. That's them too, guy. That's them too. I, I do agree with Dan, uh, with, uh, with Joey on that. He's like four four Jedi's standing over him with their swords already drawn, and he defeats them all. Hey man, that's, like that's, if you count count the parries, there's six. Mm-hmm. There's six parries, four Jedi masters, mm-hmm. and there's six parries. And one of them is Kit Fisto. Yeah, it, it, that, that's so sad. They, they could have anybody else. I they could have let him Fisto. live. They could have let him live. Mm-hmm. Kit Fisto and Shock T are my favorite members of the council. All right, last question. Last question. What is the meaning of the ancient Hebrew lettering written on Darth Vader's chess piece? Stumps all around. Look at you, bunch of logs in seats. I think we discussed this in my junior high class. Uh-oh. I, Here we go. We're going back to the 60s, guys. But I can't remember that far back. The dementia has set in. Speaking of hospice care. Yeah. Ooh. I better be careful. I might jump out of here and def- <laughs> jump up here and defeat all y'all. <laughs> no, no, no. None of them. No, nobody. Is it like father or something? It's something that's really short and really cool. I forgot it. Our father. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole thing. Yeah, in like right. Hebrew. Yeah. The entire Bible. The entire. Ooh, yeah. You could probably do that with Hebrew lettering. Probably. Yeah, probably. Okay. The answer is his deeds will not be forgiven until he merits. That's pretty. Uh, you know that. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah. It's pretty tight, right? Awesome. It'd be cool if it said something like cry about it. Cry about it. <laughs> cry about it. Die about it. <laughs> yeah. That would have been on brand. That would have been on brand. Anyways, this was a great show, you guys. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys had fun. Yeah. yeah. T- t- talking all things yeah. Star Wars. We have some gifts for you. Yeah. And, uh, uh, we want to go around and just give some quick shout outs um, to some people. We can We can do that. And sure. Tell everybody well, where to find you guys on socials if you have something that you want to share or anything like that. So, yeah. So we'll start. Start with Carter. You can find Carter at Bankston's. Yeah, you can find me at Bankston's. That's about it. Yeah. No, I'm on social media, but it's mostly my my comic book. Yeah. Collecting type stuff. So. Okay. Yeah, what's your YouTube channel? Johnny Two Chips. Johnny Two Chips. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Discuss some my other comics and stuff. Um, I have. I'm mostly on Instagram. Uh, my illustration is uh, Princepsid, spelled P-R-I-N-C-E-P-S-E-D, and then my tattoos are same Princepsid dot uh, tattoos, and then Jenna Haas on Facebook, and then also Princepsid illustration on Facebook. Cool. I'm mostly found in my marketing studio, running my business. <laughs> I'm not really on much on social media, but I do have. Like the older people do have Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do have an Instagram account, and that's really. No, I actually have Twitter, but I don't ever use it really. So, and, w- and what's your Facebook? Is it like Creative Man Studio? Uh, well, no, it's Patrick Contreras. You don't have Creative Man Studio? Yes, I do have one too. Okay, Creative then there they can find you there too. Yes, they can find me there okay. too. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. You're welcome. <laughs> Joey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at. Joey Gonzalez at 
Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, you can find me. Uh, Watching Phantom Menace over and over again. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can, yeah, me, me, you can find me and Jenna. We'll be watching Phantom Menace. We'll and be we'll watching be, Revenge of the Sith yeah. and crying. And we can't wait to Because of how bad it is. No. You're right, guys. You're right. Yes. We're going to tell you every single day a new reason why Anakin's the best character. Mm-hmm. Oof. You Thanks for the warning. Now I know to turn my phone off. Why? What would you rather watch? Han Solo? No. No, not at all. Empire. I would watch no, Empire no, every day for the rest of my life. Would you rather watch a character like Han Solo than Anakin? Oh, you know what? Yes. Uh, yes. Because I love the way he mistreats everyone around him. Uh, <laughs> That's one thing we haven't uh, said. What's our favorite Star Wars movie? Single movie. Oh, yeah. We haven't said that. Oh, okay. H- how about we end with like something like that? I'll let the host go first. Okay. The host? Uh, Mondo's the host on this episode, guys. <laughs> oh. Well, let me do my shout out and then I'll tell what movie. His favorite his favorite Star Wars movie is The Wrath of Khan. Hey. hey. <laughs> now, nah, shout out to uh Mike at Rogue Media and everybody putting this on. Uh shout out to my wife. She just had a birthday recently, so we're celebrating that. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. And uh shout out to our people that sponsored this event. Uh some of the businesses uh donated some stuff, Waco Pop Hunters, LaSalle Shops, Bang Sense. And then the movie that I would my favorite, you said Carter? Yeah, favorite? Your favorite. Man, it would probably have to be um Rogue One, I think. I think Rogue One is my favorite. That's my favorite Disney Disney, Disney one. Yeah. I think if I had to choose probably New Hope, like the the just the original. Uh shout out to my wife. She got me out of bed for this. <laughs> uh, she's like, Let's go already. Fine. Shout out to my wife. Shout out to Rogue Media. Shout out to everyone who showed up. Uh, we, we've got to temper the crowd, guys. Yeah. We've got to temper the crowd. Um, uh, shout out to Mike. Shout out to you guys for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys, fantastic job. Fantastic job. Uh, could not have asked for a better show. Maybe next time we'll leave Joey on the side. <laughs> we need someone to pick on. No, there we out, go. There yes. We go. No, I'll be out there like spinning a sign. Yeah. Like, these people know what they're talking yeah. about. Um, I, I would say my favorite Star Wars movie is still Empire. Empire is really, really good. It, you know, it, it ends on a dour note, but, you know, you have that that hope going into the next episode. And then they bring in the fucking teddy bears. So. Um, shout out to my wife. He did not forget this time. Bro, they always trap me every single time. Like I always go first, and I'm like, you know what? Let me get these these people that help us out and these these businesses, and then all of a sudden they go, like, let me shout out my wife, and they look at me whenever I say it. So, honey, thank you. Um, thank you for letting me be a nerd um, and, and you know marrying me along with being the nerd. Uh, that's tangent. Okay. My bad. Um, thank you, too. Uh, you three for showing up. This is really cool that you guys are here. Uh, I know uh, we've been able to have some conversations on the offhand a little bit, but this is the first time we've had like a full in-depth conversation about any kind of nerd-related anything. This is really cool. You know, I can't wait for the next time we get to get together, whether it be at a bar or somewhere else for it. But um, thank you guys for being here, for being a part of it. Mike, thank you for setting all this up, for taking time out of your Friday night for all this. Um, Danny, thank you for 
being a, a real good spearhead on getting all this set up, even though you hate this so much. <laughs> <laughs> you really made your passion for it very clear. <laughs> Danny, yeah. for real. Um, but, uh, no, okay, so favorite movie. Um, favorite one is, is episode three. I, I can't think of anything more uh, iconic for me, uh, like seeing Anakin's story, because I, I knew how he, become Vader, uh, he becomes Vader, knew that story, but seeing him uh, finally fall and really, you know, just switch to being the bad guy. There's no way the good guy would hold up his wife and force choker in any kind of way, shape, or form. The, 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 he just switches. It, uh, the, 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 the switch is flipped, and Vader is there. And I think that's one of the one of the yeah. cool things about it is that just you 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 got to see that happen. And whenever there's that shot of him uh, with a tear and with the Sith eyes, damn it, man, it's so good. There's so many good like, scenes in there that they, where the, the pictures themselves tell the story. It's in fa- it's fantastic. Episode three is my favorite. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Rogue is my favorite Disney. It's favorite Disney. But my favorite movie is Empire, like, like Danny. I mean, the way it ends. Yeah. The, the, like you see the, the, the struggle of the of the of the rebels through the right. Whole, whole like movie. everybody loses in that, and it's just like, what is going on? It's like, what can go wrong next? You yeah. Know? And and the, you know the I love the the ATATs. They were kind of a iconic part of that movie that really struck me. And then plus. We were introduced to the Yoda in that movie, my favorite character. So. You know why I didn't like the snow speeders? Because they look like the ship from Buck Rogers, and that ship <laughs> could fly in space. <laughs> See, I've, al- I've always wondered why they didn't use X-Wings to... Yeah, or, you exactly. Or Y-Wings or something that had a little better firepower. In right. Those, those little s- snow speeders. What, fuel? They they couldn't use the Y wing or the uh, the X wing on in Hoth because of the, I think from what I remember reading in the, in one of the books or something like that was that they couldn't acclimate them to the cold weather. Oh, so they had to use the snowspeeders were the faster ones that they could get acclimated to the cold weather because it was really freezing. Even though if you just stick yourself in a tauntaun, you survive. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to thank y'all for having me on the show. Like, it was so much fun. It was so cool. It was really great just being able to nerd out. Uh, so just want to thank y'all. You're also, awesome. shout out to my wife, too, since we're all shouting out the wives. Yeah. Um, Carter, you got caught. See see what happens? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially since she's the one that introduced me to Star Wars. Oh. So, you know, I I, yeah, I don't know if awesome. I'd ever watched it, or at least I wouldn't enjoy it as much if it weren't for her. So... I love that. Um, I think my favorite Star Wars movie is tied between Episode 3 and Rogue One. Like, all the reasons you said. Also, Anakin has a great haircut in that movie. (laughs) 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 So, you can't beat that and you can't argue. (laughs) That's why I'm growing growing it out. Yeah. Mm. Trying to get that Anakin look. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then also just, of course, you know, whatever drama. Love it. Uh, But, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, um, I my f- I'm really close between Rogue One and Empire Strikes Back, and uh, I got I got to go with the uh, 
the older one, uh, Empire Strikes Back. The That's classic. It's, it's a classic. It's nostalgic. It it has it it takes you on a huge ride from the very beginning to the very end, and, and just kind of drops you off there. I'm like, ah, oh, wow, that was. I'm just depressed. And then yeah. you and then you have what all of Star Wars is all about. The entire all all the movies is is hope. Yeah. And and that's what that's kind of reason why you kind of watch it because you're 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 a kid and you're like, hey, this is cool. But it gives you hope for everything. It gives you hope for becoming somebody different, taking on the world or something like that. So I kind of I think Empire, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie. Plus, you have the most iconic line in that movie said by yours truly, Han Solo. Yeah. Well, how, how does the line go? How does the line go? The line goes, Princess Leia says, I love you. Han Solo turns around and says, I, I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> gangster. That was amazing. This, this gangster. Like so much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah. on that note, shout out to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for having me here. When I'm going to say this real quick, too. When Danny approached me and said, hey, you want to be on a podcast and be a, a st- we're going to have a Star Wars podcast episode. And I was like, man, quit fooling me. I know you're not going to do that. You're just gaslighting me or something. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, seriously. We're going to, I mean, you, and I, we want you on there. I was like, if you do it, I will be there. I will be on the panel. And I was like, he's not going to do this. He hates Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, he proved me wrong. Proved you wrong. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Carter, you, you want you want to throw Man, in the I'm put on the spot here. See, the least they give you a chance. For me, they just shut the episode off. Yeah, we just we just end it. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out to my wife and kids for putting up with my my nerdum and you know letting me come out and do these shows and stuff. So way to one up them on shouting out the kids. Also, <laughs> he's like, I'm done. Yeah, we're out. Anyways. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, we had a blast. I had a blast. We'll get these guys paid. They, you know, we got. We have to pay them to, to show up. Uh, and uh, no, we're good. All set. All set, guys. We'll see you next time. See you all. Bye. Be sure to hit the like button, subscribe. And tune in every other week to see what we have to say. Um, you can find us on social media. You can find Joey at Joey Gonzalez. Um, you can find me at Armando Ramirez underscore art. And you can find Danny at Imaginary Heroics. And you can find Plus Waco Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Plus Waco Comics. Excelsior. <laughs> Sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> a couple of them in there. Curse you, Richards. I don't know. <laughs>